the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Ten minutes after, oh, four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And for the next uh, two hours, we're going to be here talking about car, car repair questions and problems and check engine lights. And um, do I need to use the new Dexos oil on my General Motors car? And uh, and what about this? And what about that? And and what's the uh, what's the number one reason people have car problems is because they ignore symptoms. <laughs> it's kind of like a doctor. That's just the way it is. 602-508-0960. Get in early and then you get in quick. 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, and many of our listeners are, 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. I've been doing local radio. I started in 1988 on another radio station, and I came to KKNT in 2011, and I've had Gil and Jeremy as my board ops and my producers and stuff. And to help you with the technology... I get to sit in this room and I watch this big screen that's cut in half and it's got the time on it. The exact time right now is 50 seconds after 5, 10.05. And, and then above it is I'm recording the, the show. And the, the shows, what I do is that at the end of a show, I edit the shows, cut out all the commercials, which reduces the two-hour show to about an hour and a half. And then I post them on our website, MarkSalem.com. So if you ever want to go back and listen to any of the shows without the commercials, then boom, boom, you're done. You just go to MarkSalem.com, click on you know recordings or whatever the the the, the thing is. I don't I don't go there very often. They, somebody else handles that for me. And uh, but the, the, I'm the one that takes the show and edits out the commercials and then puts sandwiches everything together and give it to him and then everybody think everybody does their job from that point forward so 602-508-0960 this portion of under the hood is brought to you by action auto repair tom's a good friend of mine he's located at i-17 in deer valley and he's just a no bs shop i'm just telling you that he knows the difference between quality workmanship excellent excellent customer service and a fast turnaround time and his technicians are not going to snow him with no matter what color snow they're not going to tell him something that he knows isn't true so he's a good guy and his staff are good everybody understands that they all have a common common focus and that's identify talk to the customer and get as much information as you can identify the problem verify you've properly identified the problem build the estimate call the customer with an estimate customer agrees you order the parts you get the car in process and then when you're done here's the most important part you go drive the damn thing and make sure that whatever you're supposed to fix is fixed so the vibration's not there and it starts with the instead of going like that kind of stuff and that's the process that we all use but you can be sure that action auto up at i-17 and deer valley road does that kind of thing 
Okay, we'll we'll open up right now with uh, who be, who makes parts for your car. Um, I can't tell you how many times a day um, we hear, I only want GM parts in my Escalade. I only want Ford parts in my Ford. I only want that Honda parts and blah, blah, blah. Folks, it, it, it's really important to understand. We spend $1,750 a day buying parts for cars that we work on. But let me just step aside for a second real quick. Everybody's swamped right now. When COVID hit and everybody ended up being home, we just got swamped with people's cars because they didn't need both cars because both mom and dad were home. And we're all swamped. And there's been times my shop's been back three weeks. We just can't help it. it it's no matter what happens, we just, we, it's hard to get to the top of the, of the hump. So if you've got a problem with your car, then call around and get in as soon as you can. But many of us are going to flat out tell you we're five days behind, we're 10 days behind or whatever. We've got that many people in front of you. Now, every once in a while, we'll have an opening and we'll go to the, to the earliest person waiting and call them and say, hey, um, we've got an opening. Somebody didn't show up this morning. Can you get your car down here today? And those are the kinds of things that most of us are doing. But we hear a lot, I only want Ford parts. So I'm going to tell you a real quick story. A friend of mine, Steve Ambrose, is in South Carolina, and he works on cars. And he calls me up and he says, I can't find anybody that has this Ford rack and pinion assembly for a pickup truck. And I said, well, don't you drive a pickup truck? And he goes, yeah, you, beep, beep, beep. He says, it is my truck, and I need a rack and pinion for it. And they're telling me I'm six to eight weeks out. And I said, okay, I've been through this before. Let me tell you what you do. You go to Rock Auto on the Internet. Now, Rock Auto is a small trailer in southern Utah. These two guys have access to the most amazing catalogs you've ever seen in your life. And what you're going to do is you're going to go in and punch your VIN number in, and then you're going to say rack and pinion, and it's going to tell you. That part number is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and I'm just using that as a stupid example. At that particular point, you can click yes, and then they say, well, here's 11 different racks for your truck. Now, only one of them is in a Ford box, but they all came from the same factory in China. That's all there is to it. Whether you believe that or not, it makes no difference. I defy you to show me uh, a a manufacturing plant here that, that does sheet metal for Hondas and Toyotas and Chevys and Fords and Chryslers. It's just not available. Everything, virtually everything, is made somewhere off offshore and for your car. That's just the way it is, and it's really been that way for a long time. It's just that nobody wants to, to, to admit to it. Well, one gasket company makes 20% of the gaskets they sell, and they buy the other 80% from makers of gaskets. So in reality, there's a guy out there that's one company that is the, the gasket headquarters for the world. And he pretty much makes or accesses everything. One company in the world makes thermostats for your car. One oil filter maker makes 50% of all automotive oil filters that appear in more than 50 different branded boxes. One, There's five worldwide companies that make 90% of the spark plugs. And I'm telling you, we can have a spark plug that says Salem spark plug, and it's the same as the Jones spark plug. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference what the part number is. Six China companies make 90% of all front-wheel drive axles. Six China companies make 90% of all front-wheel drive axles. Eight China companies make 75% of all motor mounts. And a motor mount is two pieces of metal with a big rubber pillow in the middle of it. 
We just don't want the motor to sit on metal and it would vibrate the whole car. That would be unacceptable. So the motor mount is literally two, it looks like an Oreo cookie. It's got two dark sides, two metal things, and in the middle is this big rubber pillow and it's all vulcanized and glued together. And so that's your motor mount sits, your motor sits in three mounts, two fronts and one rear. And when the mount collapses and the rubber goes away, then the two pieces of metal touch one another, and now you have a significant vibration that's there in driver reverse, but not there in neutral. So it's really kind of easy to diagnose those things. Fifteen companies globally make 80% of all automotive batteries, and the United States and South Korea are the two big dogs. And I'm, so I'm telling you about some of the United States. 20% of the manufacturers make 80% of the brake pads and shoes in the United States, but they're in 50 different boxes. <laughs> one, and, I, and here's the best one. There's a friend of mine who tracks parts backwards, and he also goes to China a lot. And um, he takes a motor mount over there, and he says, hey, we, can you build this? So he goes over, and he, and he has a, a, a motor mount for an Ultima. It's an upper mount for a 2004 Ultima. And he talks to the owner, and he goes, yeah, I'm going to be making those. He goes, okay, well, how much does it cost you to make them? He goes, $8.25. And and so this friend of mine says, well, we'd like to buy a 1,000 units because <laughs> we know it fits more than just that car, but it's okay. And he goes, okay, we'll sell it to you for $8.50. So the China, so we have 25 cents of American money that stays in China, 25 cents of each mount. Now, when that comes over to the United States, it is it has transportation costs to get to the West Coast. And then once from where at the West Coast, then a truck has to pick it up and start to distribute it to what we call warehouse directs. So there's these huge warehouses strategically located throughout the United States that have auto parts in them. All of us end up, our parts come through that. Then it goes to the jobber who sells the part to the installer, and the installer sells it to you. That's how it goes. I don't care if you're part authority, O'Reilly's, Napa Autos on CarQuest, whatever you are, this is the process. So I'm going to buy that same motor mount that somebody bought for $8.50. I'm going to buy that somewhere between $45 and $50, and I'm going to sell it to you for $78. The person that made the most amount of money on that motor mount is the guy who installed it. And you know why? Because he has to warranty it. <laughs> so <laughs> Nobody else has any responsibility on that mount until it gets to the installer, which is guys like me, and the, our customers. So I make the most amount of money on that, and the, all that money from, from the very beginning of $8.25 stays in China of each mount, and all the rest of that money is to get it here, get it to me, and get it on your car. That's the way it is. I don't care. I'll argue with you all day long. Um, I'm talking to the people that make this ladder happen. And so um, they, they tease me. They go, um, it cost me 40 to $50, 45 to $50. I'm telling you, this amount cost me 40 to $50, and I, and I sell it to you for 78 In our industry, it's not uncommon for, depending on how deep you buy, you can almost double your price. So if I bought this for $45, if I wanted to double my my cost, I'd sell it to you for 90 Well, I sell it for 78 I could sell it to you for 90 but I'm happy with the margin that I'm at. And 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 greedy people usually get slaughtered. <laughs> and it's and shops that are greedy usually don't last very long. And we've been, I've been working on cars since 1972, and I owned my first shop since 1979. So this ain't I'm I wasn't born yesterday, and and I I have to 
to deal with this all the time. So from a global point of view, you can do all you want. But anyway, Steve calls and he's got this rack. And I said, go go to Rock Auto and get all the part numbers and you'll find one in your neighborhood. He calls back and he goes, you're exactly right. He says, but here's what happened. I found it in Federal Mogul. I found it in this name and that name. I found all these and they're available. I said, okay, what's the problem? He says, well, the Ford one. He says, so I found the part number, and I called my local Ford dealer, and I said, hey, do you have this in inventory? And he goes, yeah. And Steve says, just yesterday I called, and, and I was told no. And he goes, well, did you have the part number yesterday, or did you go by application? And he goes, no, I went by VIN number on my truck. And he goes, well, that could have been the problem, because there's four racks for that. And he says, and, and we may not have all those racks. So anyway, he goes, but do you have it now? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, can I have one? And he goes, yeah, you can have one. So you can see that you can really bypass a whole lot of stuff if you just get the original part number or get a part number from maybe three different. And when you go to three vendors, you'll need three part numbers because each one of them has their own part number. But you can call around and you can get on the Internet. So if you're going to need a part and all this idea about waiting and having abandoned cars all over our shop, it's not happening. It's not happening in my shop. We have 20 bays. It's not happening. We do have to wait for cars, but our parts department is capable of buying that in a different box from a different vendor. That's it. So it'll be the same part. It's just, it's a different way to skin the cat. And it's just like tires. We have tires that are 235, 75, 16s, and 15s, but there's a hundred different brands. So when you look for a tire, you're looking for the size of the tire, and you can pick your brand. It's the same way with the parts on your car. The key number, though, is the VIN number. The VIN number. 602-508-0960. If you want to talk cars, 602-508-0960. And we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Never. The roar of our engines. The pump of our heartbeats. The pedal to our metal. The sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. 
We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. The best transmission shop in the whole wide world is Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix. He's been around since 1968. Phil has been around transmission since Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble first got their cars. And if you don't believe me, you just go there and look at it. The fact of the matter is there's lots of transmission shops in town, but you rarely find, if any, find guys that got their start at the very beginning in the 50s and 60s of automatic transmissions. So if you've got any kind of a problem, whether it's a leak and a shift problem or you've got some transmission codes or whatever you've got, then give them a call and ask them if you can stop by. They're located at 40th Street in Washington in Phoenix, and if necessary, they'll take a ride with you. But Phil wants me to remind you that you have to be able to duplicate the problem. He can't let you take one of his technicians for a ride for an hour in an effort to try to make it happen. So you've got to kind of how to learn how to make it happen. A good example, the other day somebody came in and said that the transmission was, was you know, clipping and slipping and stuff like that. They took a ride, and, and the air conditioning was low on Freon, so the compressor was coming on and then off. And when it would come on, it would slow the car just a little bit, and then when it would turn off the compressor, it would then let the car speed up a little bit. And it had nothing to do with the transmission, but those are the kind of seasoned guys that they've got, Automatic Transmission Exchange Bill. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes, I have a 2008 P71, and it was an admin car, so it wasn't the street police car, so it wasn't beat up or anything like that. And right now I'm driving around. It was an intermittent problem, which I hate. Everybody hates, but now it's consistent. And all my lights light up on the dash. All the gauges are in off except for the fuel gauge. Uh, you know, even the tire indicator came on. I checked all my tire pressures are all exactly 35, which is on the door. And um, I know I'm going to have to start digging into some plastic here, but it looks like it's a bad ground. Have you ever come across it? This isn't a hard one to do if you've done them before. Um, before no, I've never done one of these. The, no, this is I, the well, first one. I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with you. I'm telling you, okay. um, it, this is something that some gray-haired guy is going to kind of know. When you lose all the power, you always get the lights. And so the question is, is where do you lose all the power? And most of the bad connections occur on your Ford at the starter solenoid. And so okay. most of us are going to go there first and hook a voltmeter and probably put it on the center console with some long leads and just go drive it. And we're just going to move our our pigtails around until we find right. we got 12, 13, 14 volts here, and then all of a sudden, boom, we got nothing. And then we go and backwards, know, and we most go ahead. And, and it runs perfect. There's nothing wrong with it running. So that's why I was expecting a ground. There's absolutely and well, this, the indicators is all it is. And um, uh, I heard something about yeah. when they install the when they use these police cars, they bring in their own equipment, and then when they give them back to the public or sell them to the public, or you get it, they've gone through a lot of it. They just kind of do it quick. 
Okay. Okay. Well, you can Google all you want, and you can talk to Mr. Google one all the way to Mr. Yep. Google two million seven hundred thousand five hundred and sixty-five. <laughs> then you ask him where. Let me send me your W two form, and let me see where you work. And it turns out that he drives a UPS truck or something like that. I can't answer all of that kind of stuff, and I don't agree that you've lost the ground. That's not what we normally have with this. You could lose the ground, but if you lost the ground and it darkened your whole dashboard it shouldn't say anything and then at that point you have no ground in your fuel supply which means the fuel pump's not going to run which means the car's going to die so I, I don't know what to tell you but i can tell you there's a lot of guys out there that could find this with no problem it's just really a matter of looking at the trouble areas and if you listen good i said i'd go to the starter solenoid first I would look at all the fuse links that are attached to the two horizontal uh, studs on both sides, batteries on one side and then starters on the other. I'd go there and start looking really good. I'd also look at the ignition switch because the ignition switch can be bad on Fords. And the easy way to do that is kind of wiggle the switch when this is happening. Don't go to the start position. Don't go to the off position. And then drop the steering wheel down and beat on the top of the steering wheel with your fist. That's okay. $20 worth of Mr. Google for you. Okay? There you go. Sounds good. Okay, you good luck to you. Good. Harold, good. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. good. Thank you very much. Let's, oh, you betcha. Harold, how are you? What can I do for you? Hi, Mark. Uh, first, before I ask you the question, I'd like to make a recommendation for a subject for a future show. Um, virtually okay. every night on TV, we see some place in the country where Literally hundreds of vehicles are being flooded. And I'm wondering, are we about to see a surge of flooded vehicles come onto our used car market? And if so, maybe it would help your listeners if you would review again the things you should do when you examine a car uh, to look for, for future recent flood damage and also what kind of a paper trail you can look at. For example, if the car was recently titled in eastern Kentucky, you really might think twice about wanting to buy that car. But anyway, that was just a thought I had for you. Um, no, it's okay. Well, let me comment. Hold your thought. Okay. Um, people, people can go in with a VIN number and find out the history of the VIN number. So yes, you can pull the VIN number off of a car on a lot, and you can go in and Google Hello? that VIN number and, and and go to a variety of websites, and you can track that car backwards. So yes, that's one of the things we do. It doesn't take a seasoned technician more than 20 minutes to determine whether this vehicle's been in the flood. That's all there is to it. You have to know where to look. You have to know what to look for. And, you, and, you, and there's just a whole lot there. There's so many different places you can look. A lot of the guys swear that you just open up the trunk, pull, 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 pull the mat off the truck, and look for mud inside the trunk. The trunk, Because the trunk has a swimming pool in it. There's a big well in there for your luggage and stuff like that. And so if you're going to be in a flood car, then there's going to be a lot of, as the water moves through the car, a lot of the dirt's going to drop down in there. So you just pull the mat and you just look at it. Uh, it's not that hard, but I agree with you. If you're going to buy a used car, you should always try to get the history. And if you're going to buy it from somebody who's reputable, they're going to give you the car facts from the car. They're going to show you it's been in Arizona its whole life. Or they're going to say this is a flood car and we've already gone through this. So yes, that's that's something we're going to see because of of, of, the, of the flooding on the East Coast. Okay, can I ask you a question now? Certainly. Okay, we're cutting out, so let me see if I can get my question in. 
A friend of mine recently bought a brand new Volvo hybrid. Beautiful car. But every time I've been in this car, the engine has been running. And he tells me that he only is, gets 25 miles on electric. And this strikes me as being awfully low for a hybrid. Uh, have you run into anything like this? Well, the, the answer to your question is, is how long you get your hybrid to run on electricity has everything to do with both hands and both feet. It has everything to do. I can take a hybrid. I'm quite sure me and Tom Blackwell and a couple of my other my friends that I like their shops and stuff, we could probably take a hybrid and run it out of fuel in about 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, you can just do that if you're not smart enough to understand what a hybrid does. And, and it's that's a good reason why... Um, somebody said the other day in a circle of guys, we were drinking beer at a, at a ranch. Somebody said, when, when do you, you know, have anybody racing Teslas? And everybody started laughing. And this one guy goes, uh, yes, but I'm going to tell you when. He says, it's on a big uphill stretch when they're still 50 miles away from the next big town. <laughs> because he says they're not going to be tromp, romping and tromping the Tesla when they look down at the gauge and goes, the nearest town's 50 miles and you only have 38 miles worth of fuel left. <laughs> and so and those are the kinds of things. Yes, the answer is, is you can be stupid with a hybrid. You can be stupid with virtually any car and, and run it out of fuel, whether it's gas or propane or anything else or electricity. So the answer is yes, that happens a lot. People learn from their mistakes. And trying to get a Tesla towed is pretty difficult, and those people will learn real quick. So at the bottom line is is your 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 message is well taken, but it probably has to do with more with your friend and his newness to the hybrid family. I'm sure he'll grow into somebody who's be able to, you know, pump out 100, 150, 200 miles on a charge. It's just a matter of practice, and it's like driving a video game with cars. Anyway, 602-508-0960 is the phone number. All five lines are open, 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960, which is our station, 960, the Patriot, 9696, 888-960-9696. The original Uncle Tom documentary film shot to number one on IMDb. Now, director Justin Malone and executive producer Larry Elder invite you to the private screening of Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. Wednesday, August 24th at the AMC Theater in the Arizona Center. But wait, there's a special surprise. Hey, Patriot fans, Larry Elder here, inviting you to join Brandon Tatum and me for an exclusive Q&A session immediately following the screening of Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. A truly competitive compelling film and an exclusive Q&A with stars Larry Elder and Brandon Tatum. Brandon and I can't wait to meet you on the 24th, so get your tickets right now at 960thepatriot.com. Join us for Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey, Wednesday the 24th, and hang around for an exclusive Q&A with stars Larry Elder and Brandon Tatum. Get your tickets while they last right now at 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you by Y-Refi. Invest Y-Refi.com. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. 
But her kids love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. 1 in 6 kids in the US are hungry. 1 in 6. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? It's so easy, mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. greenergadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. After the hour of ten o'clock, we have one line that's taken. Greg, I'm going to get to him in just a minute, and that means we have four open. So if you have a car question, or if you have an argument at your house, and you want somebody to chime in on one side or the other, you don't have to tell me which one you believe in or which one your wife believes on. Just give me the issue, and I'll vote. I'll vote, and then you guys can decide what you want to do. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero. Nine sixty, and there's four lines available. And Gil answers the phone. He's a really nice guy. He's going to ask you what your name is, and then he's going to put you in queue. And then he says, "The next caller you've got is Greg," and that's who we're going to go to now. Greg, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I've got a uh, truck that uh, seems to have a parasitic draw on the battery. I uh, I've put my cell phone in the glove box and the console, uh, trying to see if. Lights are staying on, and they they don't seem to be staying on inordinately long. Took it to a shop. The guy kept it there for three days. Said that he didn't see any appreciable uh, voltage loss from the thing. Um, I, I take the vehicle back. It sits for ten days because it's kind of a gas guzzler, so I'm not driving it that much. And uh, I go out, and the battery's fried, and there's no, you know, I, so I have to okay. go get a new battery. Looking for suggestions. Well, uh, there, this is on a one to ten scale. This is like a two. 
for a shop that's been around a while. We have inductive amp probes, and so we know exactly where to go to get all the different legs that feed everything in your car. We know which ones are supposed to be dead, which ones are supposed to be alive when the key's in your pocket. So we have these little meters we have with these big jaws on them, and we just circle a whole big harness, and we're looking for a draw, and it'll tell us what kind of amps it's got. So, But in your particular case, what I would have done was instead of you telling him you got a shorter draw and you want him to find it, I wish you would have just said, this thing after 10 days sits and and, and, is, and is, there's nothing there. It, it won't even start. It click, click, clicks. Okay, well, the click, click, click is low voltage. That means we're below 10 volts. So the battery itself should be at 13 when it's parked because the alternator is going to be between 13 and 14. So when you park it, you can check your voltmeter. Then the next morning, check your voltmeter. And then if you want, take the negative cable off and just check the battery every morning for 10 mornings. If the battery di- disintegrates from... 12, 13 volts down to 9.5 or below 9.5, the battery's bad. It's shorted. Internally, it's shorted. And over long periods of time, it eats itself from the inside out. It's, that's as easy as it gets. And, and, and all the parasitic stuff and all the diodes and the alternators and all the different parameters that keep the, the ECM alive and keep the, the memory going and all that kind of stuff, those things rarely happen. It's almost always a bad connection someplace or a bad battery or a bad alternator. Almost always. In your case, I think the real key of your story was 10 days later it's dead. So if you would have driven it every day, you wouldn't have experienced anything because the alternator is refilling the battery. But here's, here's just get a voltmeter. Buy one cheap one and you're on DC voltage. Take one of the battery cables off. I don't care which one. And then just let it sit there. Take a piece of paper out there, put it on a clipboard, put it underneath the hood, and every morning walk out there, touch the battery, and write down the voltage. And any kind of and you've got the battery disconnected from the truck, so there's no reason for the battery to be losing voltage. So if you start off at 13.5, then it should be 13.5, 13.4, 10 days later. If it's not, okay. then that's the issue. So and how? And let me right. ask well, you a question. Thank you very much. Well, well, well hold on a minute. I'm not how going. Much did, n- Okay, don't tell me the name of the shop, but I'm just interested. What did you pay for the electrical systems analysis on the car? Uh, $70. Okay, okay. I want to tell you that's right in the middle of the of the ballpark, 50 to 100. And, and, and if he did everything right, he would have tested the alternator at idle and the alternator full-fielded. He would have tested for shorts and draws. He would have checked the starter draw, and then he would have used a carbon pile to test the battery's ability to recover after the starter yanks a bunch of electricity out of it. I want to tell you that $70, we usually find the problem because during that process, yeah. you're going to find the problem. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the question would be to him, if in fact my guess is right and you have a battery problem, you put a new battery in, problem goes away then at that particular point, you might, in a nice way, go back and say, you know, during that period of time, did you run a carbon pile test? Did you test the battery's ability to handle a load with some artificial device called a carbon pile? (laughs) And and what we do is the battery's supposed... Go ahead. I'm relatively sure that he didn't do any of that. Uh, He basically just would check the voltage on the thing, you know, over the the three days that he had it. he didn't say anything. Seventy dollars? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, let me tell you what many of us do for $70. The first thing we're going to do is take the cables off. Oh, first thing we're going to do is take two leads from our digital voltometer, and we're going to hit the cable, and then we're going to hit behind the plug to see if there's any loss of voltage. So if on the outside of it, it have 12 volts, and on the inside of it, we have 9.6, then the cable's dirty. So we're going to clean that up. After we check the cables to make sure that they're firmly fastened to the battery terminals, then we're going to take a, what we call you know, key in your pocket voltage off the battery. And then when we start the car, we're going to bring it up, and it better go up about a volt and a half. <laughs> that means the alternator's alive. Yeah. That means the regulator told it to do that. So at that particular point, we're going to start loading the hell out of the battery. We're going to turn on the air conditioning and the headlights and stereo system, and we're going to plug in phones. We're going to do everything we can to just maximize the the electrical consumption inside the car. And we're going to watch the voltage, and we don't want to see it drop below about 13. Usually that's 13 to 15. Some imports are even higher than that. So then after we do all of that kind of stuff, then we're going to shut it off. We're going to take our inductive amp probe, and we're going to go all the way around both battery cables on the negative or both battery cables on the positive, and it's going to say 0.1. It's got one-tenth of an amp draw. That's just to keep alive memory for your clock in your car. So then you're going to open the door, and it's going to go, oh, man, all of a sudden it's going to go to 12 amps. Well, I just turned on the dome lights. Okay, it can see that. So I'm going to shut the door again, and it's going to go to point one. Bingo, we're okay. That's how it works. Seventy dollars. Anyway, I'm, I'm perhaps I'm wrong, or perhaps you're not properly re- reflecting what he did. But I'm thinking for seventy dollars, he should have found it um, if he would have done what normally is industry standards, I'm thinking. Anyway, good luck to you, Greg. Thank you very much. That's a great question. Thank you, and good luck to you. It's 1041. We'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. 
Wounded War Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye opener and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm not working every day anymore, so I did call my daughter, and um, our shop charges $45 for a complete electrical systems analysis. The battery, the starter, the alternator, shorts and draws, um, anything that's left on, any parasitic draw, all that kind of stuff. Now, it doesn't tell you where it is. It just tells you it exists. So the 45 is like the, to get you to the next step, which is figure out why this voltage is substandard or why we have a 7 amp draw on a circuit that we should have a zero on. In those cases, when, you, when you're when you doing that kind of stuff, you typically have two techs work on it because it's quicker with two than one. One guy's looking at the meter underneath the hood and the other guy starts popping fuses. And when he gets to fuse number you know 13, he pulls it, the problem goes away. Then what have you got on that fuse right there? Oh, well, the trunk light's on that fuse. You open up the trunk, one of the technicians gets inside, you shut the trunk, and he goes, yep, the light's on. <laughs> and then, so you're going to pay 45 for the checkout, and you're going to spend, um, I don't know if our labor rate's $150, then you're going to spend half of that for half an hour. Something like that. I'm not quoting prices on the on the radio, because I don't ever do that. I'm just giving you a comparison to, uh, to Greg's $70. Let's go to Chad. Chad, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you very much. Hey, I've got a 98 Ford Ranger pickup, and um, I had a problem. We had a problem with the with the, the shifter. It wasn't. It was really floppy and sloppy. And um, a friend of mine, we 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 realized there was a broken a broken piece on the cable adjuster under the dash, and we got that part and we re- and we replaced it, and that helped quite a bit. But now. Now, every once in a while, it won't go into park. You okay. got to, you know, it'll go into drive. It drops down into drive, and, and it lines up pretty much normal with the with the letters on the adjuster. Okay, but it won't it won't go back into drive. You got any suggestions? Well, let, I mean, it won't let me go back ask you. Park. Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. You're talking about the Prindle, which is P R N D L. That's that's the pointer on your on your steering column. We call it the Prindle. Okay, so okay. when you go and you go into park and you go all the way down to low, does the shifter position match the indent on the Prindle on the little message board? Uh, yes, pretty much. It okay. wasn't before, and that and there was a and that was a piece that we that was broken that we replaced. There was a little okay. plastic piece that that the cable under the dash went went into and held it into place. Okay. Okay. So the, ca- the so what we have is is the shifter is actually rotating a device at the bottom of the column where there's a cable hooked up, and then the cable goes to the transmission. Yes. Yes. Okay. But somewhere along that line, one person has to be following, and 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 listening to the other person that's sitting in the driver's seat as he moves the shifter up and down. You're going to find some slop somewhere. You have to look. One person is moving the shifter, but the other is listening and also watching what's going on. So he says, I'm in park, and I'm going to start pulling it slowly down into reverse. I'm not there yet. I'm halfway between park and reverse, and all of a sudden, 
I'm in reverse. And the guy down below says, nothing moved down here. <laughs> and then you just find out where the problem's at. So in your particular case, um, there's a variety of things. None of them are serious, but there's bushings in the steering column, and it keeps that, that, that um, park um, lever running smoothly. And, and if we lose bushings, then it starts wobbling, and you get all kinds of weird readings, and the car won't start in park, but it'll start in reverse. And that's kind of a key that we've got slop. But somewhere between the maker of the signal and the end of the cable is where your problem is going to lie. But just do what I said. I, I would suggest one guy's moving the shifter and the other guy watches from the transmission all the way underneath the car, all the way coming through the firewall, and then all the way underneath the dash. You, you'll find your problem in there. Okay? So, so, you, so you can actually look under the under the car at the transmission and see the cable attached to the top of the transmission or the side or whatever it is. From the underneath. side? Yeah, the driver's side. That's where the shift lever comes out. Okay. And so you'll be able to see that. So if you crawl underneath there with a flashlight and you're on the driver's side or the tail end or the middle of the transmission, you'll be able to see all that happening. Okay. You okay. think this is something that I, if I can't figure it out that Kurt, Kurt guys can figure it out? Well, I mean, <laughs> why do you serve me up a softball like that? Um, <laughs> if, 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 if you can't get it fixed, you take it to Kurtz and you say, you know, I got to bet with Mark Salem that you guys are going to have to call him and ask him how to fix this car. Ask him for help. And ask him for help, and I don't want to pay that extra fee. So if you can't fix it yourself, then I'll drive it to Salem's, okay? And that'll do two things. It'll make them laugh, and they'll know damn sure that you and I spoke. <laughs> and if you live up close to them, they're they're the best shop up there at I-17 and Bell, okay? Yeah, yeah, I live over in Arrowhead. I've been over to see him before, so. Okay. Okay, well, uh, well, we'll try that. So you think just kind of basically it's got, it could be process of elimination is basically what you're saying. Yeah, but you just have to watch both ends. Really and truly, there's guys that'll lift it up about two feet, and they'll put their hand on the shifter, and then they'll look at the somebody sitting in the driver's seat, and they're watching the shifter come from park, the indent on park, to reverse to neutral, and their hand is on the actuator, the the, the shift selector on the transmission, and they're going, "Well, you're already in neutral, and we haven't moved down here at all." You see what I'm saying? This isn't hard. Right, on right. a one to ten scale, this is a two or a three. So okay, those guys well, will figure right it out. My alley. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kurtz is a good guy. If you're up there at I-17 in Bell, he's a good guy. But there's other guys in town. Automotive Dynamics is over in Sun City. He's on the north side of Grand, west of 99th Avenue. Chuck's been around ever since I've been in cars. Chuck has been in cars. Chuck knows the difference between right and wrong. He knows when a technician's lying to him. He knows when a customer's lying to him, just like most of the rest of us do as well. But if you're in the Sun City area... Lots of folks will ask me, who do you recommend in Sun City? And I just tell them, Automotive Dynamics been around since 1982 under Chuck's um, uh, supervision. And uh, and Chuck's a good guy, and like I said, he, he knows right from wrong. We have another caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Cap. Cap, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a lot of confusion about um, antifreeze these days. There's so many different colors and uh, so many different Asian and... and, and uh, a uh, European. Uh, could you explain that so that I get a better feel for it? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of us that have like maybe two or three, uh, you know, coolants in our inventory, and the rest of them, you know, it, it, we have a universal coolant that is golden, 
and the universal coolant made by a, a manufacturer like DuPont that you would recognize their name is just exactly that. It's a universal coolant. And there's a lot of us that have gone to just a universal coolant because we don't want to have a blue and a pink and a red and a yellow and an orange. <laughs> we don't want to have those things. And when you go into the auto parts store... I, I, it was green in the in, in the car, and then all of a sudden, I'm starting to put antifreeze in, and it's it's yellow. I'm like, oh my god, am I am I doing something wrong here? No, 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 no. You could use either one of those. You can use. I think the yellow is a Chrysler. I think it is, but I I, I'm, I can't be 100 percent sure. I know blue is Ford or was Ford, but as long as you use the same coolant, you're okay. But but it's a good idea to at least there is some slight differences with respect to corrosion inhibit inhibitors and and different things and boiling points and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of good to either use the color you're supposed to but if you're in the middle of i-10 on a sunday morning and the only thing the guy's got at the auto parts is green then put it in and drive it it's no big uh-huh. deal your mercedes your volvo your 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 hot rod car is going to be just fine with green here's the deal coolant allows the water under pressure now allows the water not to boil till 240 or 250 or 260. Water boils at 212 at sea level. When we add a 50-50 mix of coolant, we oftentimes move that boiling point, where boiling point we turn a liquid to a vapor. We move that up to 240, 250, 260. The, here's the deal. At 260, your motor's toast anyway, so it doesn't yeah. really make any difference that the coolant's okay. The motor's toast. So in, in your particular case, um, you can, if you really want, go down to, the, to Pep Boys or something like that and just look at their coolants and buy a universal coolant and put it in and, take, and buy two gallons, buy an extra. That's it. Yeah. Okay. One last question. Sure. Um, they recommend that you should use distilled water when uh, you, you, you um, I guess, you mix the, uh, the, the concentrate. Yeah. Is that is correct? I don't. I don't. I use... I use I use the same water that's in the toilet at the men's restroom. <laughs> we don't we don't have distilled water. And, and and in reality, distilled water is a little bit corrosive in and of itself because ah. it's so pure. And so, no, the answer is my shop uses regular water that comes out of the hose. We're not going to go into that distilled thing. It creates this perception that the coolant is so perfect and it's it's so snooty and it's so North Scottsdale that we have to, it, it won't like you and it won't do its job unless you give it distilled water or even better yet, if you want, give it Perrier, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're 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 classical. I got to tell you, you're really classical. <laughs> I've had a lot of practice being stupid. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate listening to you every Saturday, and it's it's like you're my go-to guy when I need help. Well, thank you for that. That's an honor for me. Thank you very much. Okay, um, you know, right now I'm going to do a little real estate stuff um, for you, but it, as you can imagine, real estate has gone crazy. Well, I'm up in Payson, and I just want to remind you that we're 10 to 15 degrees cooler in, in any way, shape, or form. Like yesterday, it was 61 on the low side when I got up to feed the horses in Machonis, and it was 91, in, and that's cooler than you guys were yesterday. Um, up here in Payson, there's lots of houses that were really inflated values, according to Mark Salem, and, and I'm not a realtor. But they're starting to drop pretty rapidly. So if you're looking in the Payson area, and I love Payson. I'm up here about five days a week and down in the valley for two days a week. But um, it has pretty much everything I want. And every once in a while, i got to go to the valley anyway so I can pick up whatever I need. But there's a lady named Lori Coleman that Mark and Renee have been dealing with since the 80s. She's very smart, very 
proper, very professional. And each and every time we've ever done a transaction, whether we're buying and selling with Lori, she hit a home run if you just let her have the steering wheel and she'll talk to you about the placement of the steering wheel. So I'm doing an ad for her she doesn't even know I'm doing. She's Her name is Lori Coleman. She works for Caldwell Banker. And she's handled the Salem family for 20 years. And she's a really good person. So if you're up here or if you're going to come up here and you're going to look in Pine, Strawberry, anything up to 260 all the way through Forest Lakes up into Heber, any of those areas at all, she'll cover with you. And when you meet her and talk to her and spend 20 minutes with her, then you'll understand why I really like her. She's honest. She's dependable. But even more important, she'll say something like this. Well, she said something like this to me. You need to stick to cars and leave the real estate stuff to me. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> and, I, and it's a nice way to say, shut the hell up, Mark, because you don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, her name is Lori Coleman, and, uh, and she's a good one for, uh, for, uh, for real estate if you're going to be looking around up here. And like I said, there's some of those two big golf course places here in town we're seeing big drops on the uh, the amount they were asking we're seeing them drop down substantially now so if you're looking and you're sitting on a pile of money because you sold your house then that might be a good idea larry harker's auto is up at 38th avenue and indian school bob and ellen own larry harker's auto and i'm really proud to tell you about them because larry harker's been open since 1967 there's very few shops in this town that have been open under the same name that that long, and certainly I don't own one of those shops that goes back to that 1967. At the end of the day, though, Bob and and Ellen and their staff can fix cars. He, he's one of those shops that if nobody else can find it, if nobody else can fix it, then you need to go there. I, I tell the BMW story time and time again where somebody had... When they turned on the air conditioning, the fan would blow misty water out at the passenger. And at that particular point, the estimate was $1,500. The car was taken over to Harker's, and Bob and Ellen took care of it. And Bob said, behind the glove box, there's an evaporator case. I already know that, but I'm telling you that. And the evaporator case has a drain. That's where it drains that cold water onto the ground where the drain was plugged up. So Bob, this is true, he took a weed eater or not a weed eater, but a blower, and he blew through the vent, and he stuck a, a, a piece of coat hanger up through the drain, and all of a sudden this big <laughs> comes out, and a hell of a lot of water comes out, and he's going, well, should I charge him 1500 bucks to go in there and replace everything? In the Everything from the airbag to the windshield on both sides of the firewall was the $1,500 estimate, and I think he fixed it for $135 or something like that because he had to fix all the water and the trash on the passenger side for more, too. We learned to put stuff there now, so we're, we're a little smarter. But anyway, and he does oil changes and everything else, so if you want a good shop and you're near 38th Avenue in Indian School, then it's Larry Harker's 602-508-0960 the lines are wide open. There's five of them. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. When we come back, I'm going to go straight to the callers. And if you want to be one of them, like I say, you have a one in five chance of getting. And Gil's the one that answers the phone. Be nice to him because he also knows where the hang-up button is. That's Gil. He's a great guy and a great producer and engineer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.